Hello and welcome to another episode of Never Seen Star Wars, where before today, we'd never seen the Book of Boba Fett, chapters 6 and 7, but now we have, in fact, we've seen the entire Book of Boba Fett season 1. Will there be more seasons? Who knows? Something we'll discuss, and we're happy to talk about it. My name is Trevor Chong. Very happy to have you listening with us, and with me, as always, is Joe Ash. Joe Ash, how are you? I'm doing great, Trevor. Oh man, end of the end of the book of Boba Fett. Craziness happens over chapter six, chapter seven. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but I'm excited. I mean, we could spoil it because that's what we're talking about. If you haven't <laughs> seen the book of Boba Fett, we're talking about it. We've closed the book, Joash. The book is now closed. Although I guess we, will there be another book? Who knows. Who knows? Uh, but we'll see. Um, yeah, here we are. Thank you for listening, everybody. Again, please make sure you subscribe, tell your friends, give us a review in Apple Podcasts, wherever, and uh, follow us on Instagram at NeverSeenSW to ask questions, follow along to any podcast we have. We've got some cool things coming up, and we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. But here we are. The show has now finished, Joe Ash. We watched seven episodes together of The Book of Boba Fett. Just initial reaction of the show. What did you What do you think of Boba Fett as a whole whole show here, as a full book? Yeah, no. Well, I honestly, for me personally, like I really liked it. It was uh, personally, a per, a, as a person who hasn't gone too far into the animated series, uh, being introduced to characters that I wasn't all that familiar with was really nice. And having them introduced in the manner that they were was really cool. Um, I mean, I can also see the other side. There's a lot of people who were upset with the book of Boba Fett and found it at not up to the level of the Mandalorian, which I can and can see. But for what it was, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, a solid show, in my opinion. One, uh, you know, families can watch. Diehard Star Wars fans can watch. Um, but yeah, uh, praise for me. Yes, and I, I think I I totally enjoyed the show as well. I think, do we have a Mandalorian problem where it's the Mandalorian? It was just so good. It blew us all away that maybe we set our expectations too high. And again, with a show that we didn't really know what it was going to be about. And so I think that was the tricky thing here. And we sort of got almost three different storylines between Boba's backstory with the Tusken Raiders, Boba Fett um, becoming the crime lord, the Daimo, and holding on to that in his battle with the Pike Syndicate, and a side story with the Mandalorian. So it's sort of a three different stories there, but they were all, I think, in the end, were all good stories, and it was a fun show, and I'm happy to get into it. So again, we've been doing uh, two episodes at a time here. So before we get, there's a lot, it's hard because there was so much in in chapter seven, this finale, Uh, but let's just sort of backtrack a little bit to chapter six, which was an interesting episode. We got, um, it wasn't a fully Mando episode like, like chapter five basically was, but we got Lots of Mando, a lot of Grogu and Luke, and a little bit of Boba Fett. Uh, Joash, did you have any thoughts on chapter six? Oh, Joash, you're muted here. Yeah, I, I was. Sorry, Trev. So it for me, this is one of those things where um, I see why people may not have loved the show because there's a lot going on, right? There's a lot going on. You're introduced to a character that everybody loves in Luke Skywalker. And by the way, the CGI on Luke is incredible. Like the entire scene um, of him training Grogu uh, and Ahsoka Tano there. Um, just incredible but it, it's almost like you want more of that don't you like you want more Luke you want more Grogu you want more Ahsoka so why even introduce them into the book of Boba Fett if they're never going to really interact in that way so um, for me I, I see that but really great episode we get Luke Skywalker we get Ahsoka Tano we get Grogu we get the Mandalorian reunion um, and it, for me I just love that entire piece of you know, that relationship between 
uh, Mando and Grogu. You can see that both of them miss each other deeply. Um, and we get to it at the end where they're re- reunited. But just at that entire sequence of, oh, you're so close. You're so close to, to meeting each other. Um, for me, just made the entire episode. But yeah, you're yeah, you're right. Like it, it's a little bouncing around. It's you know Grogu, Mando, Ahsoka, and Luke on one end, and then you're with Cobb Vanth and the Freetowners on one end. Um, we don't get much of Boba. I think we get a whole minute of him maybe in the episode. But um, yeah, I think that that's where I was. I wish this this wasn't just a seven episode series, right? If you're going to be touching on these new characters, then give us more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. So, I thought episode six. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. We'll get through. Let's just kind of go through it a little bit by a little bit. So we get to see Mando. He shows up at this uh, being built a Jedi temple, Jedi training area here. Uh, I believe it is the same. Is it the same sort of it setup is. that we see? I, I believe in, they've confirmed it is the same Jedi temple from the Last Jedi. And so it's kind of cool. We get to see these droids who are like ants that carry rocks up and build this place. Be nice to have those. Very nice. Yeah. Save a fortune on renovating. And so Mando runs into R2-D2. Fun to see R2 back. Didn't do a whole lot, but he gets a little bit more here. And then uh, R2 brings Ahsoka to Mandalorian. That was a surprising one to see Ahsoka there. And... It's kind of cool because we got to see some inter- interesting interactions between Ahsoka and Luke. Uh, Ahsoka, if you don't know, if you don't watch the animated series, Clone Wars, Ahsoka was trained by Anakin Skywalker. And she doesn't really know that like, she does run into Darth Vader at a certain point in Rebels. Great episode. One of the best episodes of the animated series. But she never really knows that Anakin, her, her master, uh, becomes redeemed in the end. And so it be, would have been cool. And I still think that is up something we could see in the Ahsoka series. It would have been cool. It can be cool if Ahsoka sort of talks with Luke and they sort of share that out. Uh, but did you like seeing Ahsoka and Luke, these two characters? Uh, did you like seeing them together, Joash? Well, two Jedi, right? Like, how can you not like seeing two Jedi interact on screen at any time? So, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it was very clear that they were trying to hide certain um, certain script from Luke being on screen, especially at the beginning, but at the end, they end up showing him speaking. And I'm sure that took a lot of time to even create. Um, so I, I guess as the technology gets better, there's going to be more Luke potentially, um, which is kind of cool, but, or maybe we see the last of Luke, who knows? We're moving on into Ahsoka now, but um, yeah, seeing two Jedi on screen, uh, I, I really want to see those white lightsabers again from Ahsoka, which we didn't get to see. Um, but it, even like you're talking about the androids, even that first sort of scene with the android and the rock coming up from behind the hill, I thought that was going to be a force lift of a rock um, akin to the prequels, but uh, sorry, the uh, original trilogy. Um, but yeah, I mean, that entire, just the whole interaction i wish i got more of right like we get a very brief glimpse at luke we get a very brief glimpse at ah- ahsoka and so yeah i love seeing them interact you know uh she talks she even kind of like talks a little bit about um how she's dealing with luke and how she's dealt with anakin very slightly what i, I don't even remember what she said um was it like father like son or something like yeah that? yeah you, you remind <laughs> me of your father or something like that yeah yeah something like that so um yeah really cool scene is there any sort of uh, plot hole in that Luke, the fact that Luke now is confirmed that he was aware that there was another, I mean, Ahsoka technically left the Jedi Order, but she, you know, she's a Jedi. Um, and it doesn't seem like he ever mentioned this to anybody in the sequel trilogy, or is it that sort of, it was in the past. Is there anything there that that irks you at all, or are we happy with it all? I think that's just you know, nitpicking. That's just looking <laughs> that's for something to, to do. complain. That's just looking for something to complain about. And I, I, I don't think that's that's what either one of us is here for. I'll be You're honest right. with you. Okay. Like, like I, I don't know. Like, if if we were going to see more Luke Skywalker, we're going to delve into a story about Luke. Then maybe, mm-hmm. maybe we have the a right to gripe about something like that. But I don't think we are. Right? We're going to get Obi Wan, and we're going to get Ahsoka. And I don't think Ahsoka is going to be interacting with Luke all that much, unless I'm mistaken. Maybe she is going to be interacting with Luke a lot in that series. And mm-hmm. then, then maybe we can explore some of these uh, 
uh, uh, some of what Luke's gone through um, up until, uh, uh, re- you know, Return of Skywalker. So I don't know, but I'm not going to be griping about it. Not, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not also not going to claim to know enough about Star Wars in order to gripe about it. So you're not going to be hearing the complaining from me. <laughs> no, I'm just sort of curious. I think we, it'll be interesting. I don't, I just can't see Ahsoka and Luke interacting more now unless it could could be for a little bit because i it's almost confirmed more or less that ahsoka does die because by rise of skywalker she's one of the voices now theoretically i guess you could send a voice if you're still alive too probably that could be possible i don't see why not if you have enough jedi training um but then also it would make sense that you know if she was there now, if Luke's actually starting a Jedi order, that sort of thing, that wouldn't she want to be involved? But it makes me think that she's gonna she's gonna die long before Luke actually gets the school up and running. So that's sort of an interesting thing to keep track of. That uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But cool to see Ahsoka back, cool to see Luke there. And Grogu uh, is spending this time. Ormando wants to see Grogu, but Ahsoka tells her him, no, like it's he's too attached to you. You have to sort of let him. Let him be if this is where you want him to be. He says, I have this gift. And so we're going to get into that gift in a moment. But we get to see Grogu training with Luke. And this is what you were talking about a bit. And I think this is one of those scenes where it was, it's so cool. It was so fun to see Grogu training with Luke. Uh, But of course, it's just weird that this is in the book of Boba Fett, right? Like, Joyce, if if you wrote an autobiography, a biography about yourself, right? And you had a chapter in the biography about your friend Trevor your friend Trevor's daughter, Edith, who was training with Luke Skywalker, right? Now, it would be a really cool chapter in the book, right? Wouldn't that be an awesome chapter? But it's just, why is it in your book, Joash? Yeah, I mean, why is the Mandalorian and Grogu in any of this, really, right? Like, what's the point? <laughs> I don't, you know, like, even, even when we're looking at the last episode, really did they really need to be there at the end of it all like so that's that that's so once again that's why it's like okay well the series is way too short if we're talking about adding these characters and why they're even in this and and or just leave them out and then just do season three mandalorian fresh right but i get it i mean for me like that's again nitpicking they're in this they're in the story it's like cad bane's in the story um He's in the story for two episodes, and he's such a major character of Boba Fett's life. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, everything's going to be condensed. But you're right; like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's one of those things you could easily pick something to complain about, and I don't think that that's the thing we need to be complaining about. I, like, I yeah. enjoyed enjoy the interaction between Grogu, Mandalorian, mm-hmm. um, and even returning to Boba. Like the scene in in the last episode is really cool to see the two Mandalorians fighting side by side. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not complaining. I'm just asking. You know, why is it? Why is it here? Uh, would it make more sense if they just had instead of calling it the man? They have the Mandalorian having the Book of Boba Fett, having the Ahsoka show, having uh the New Republic sort of show. Just call it like Episode Six and a Half, the TV show, and it's right. sort of like we're going to explore all sorts of stories going on between right. Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. It's going to go anywhere. Then maybe it makes more sense. But it's cool. We get to see Grogu. He learns how to jump. That's fun. He does. He learns how to jump around and uses Force. And he's he's got, you know, a little bit of Jedi training. And uh, jumping ahead here, it sort of ends the episode of Chapter 6 where he has this choice. Where Luke gives him this great choice. He says, here's this gift I got from the Mandalorian. It's this really cool Beskar chainmail armor. Uh, but or or you can look in this box number two behind curtain number two is Yoda's lightsaber this really cool I don't know how he got that lightsaber but here's Yoda's lightsaber he must have had it on on Dagobah or something just hanging around well why does he have Frodo's mithril right like it's it's, who knows right (laughs) who knows and he has this choice and did you have any doubts about what Grogu would choose Joas he ultimately chooses the armor no, I didn't have any doubts that he was going to choose the armor, to be honest. Like, you know that that choice was always going to be him going to Mandalorian because we know that um, Ben Solo is Luke's first apprentice. So it couldn't be Grogu if we're looking at it from a canon perspective. But um, that's where I also don't like the whole 
um, not being attached as a Jedi thing, right? Like, if you're not attached to anything, you're attached to nothing. So why do they fight so hard for anything in general? But I digress on that. That's my own <laughs> issues with the Force. <laughs> who's, got, who's got worse rules then? The Jedi or the, the old school Mandalorians? I mean, just these, these old rules, they just don't seem to work. They're just not socially acceptable anymore, especially when you've got like multicolored racer bikes and cyborgs running around. You just got to keep up with the times. Yeah, I hear you. Now, do you think that Grogu made the right choice? Do you think Grogu made the right choice picking the armor? I guess that's something we're going to find out, right? I guess that's something we're going to find out. We don't know where this relationship between the Mandalorian and Grogu go, mm-hmm. right? Like, where does it go? Um, so was, is there a reunion a good thing? Is there a reunion a bad thing? You know, like Grogu doesn't really have a family and Din doesn't really have a family. They both have a very similar background leading into the story, right? We get to see a little bit of a glimpse of what happened to Grogu uh, when he was uh, a a youngling in the Jedi Council, right? So on Coruscant. So I don't know. Yeah, we get to see an Order 66 flashback, which is becoming one of my favorite things that happens in, in, in Jedi Fallen Order, the video game. You get an Order 66 flashback in the Bad Batch. We get an Order 66 flashback, and now we get another one here. It was cool to see uh, Grogu doing that. And it seemed like he was just, as Luke said, he's more rem- reminding him or helping him remember his training. But my question is now, do we think Go- Grogu will continue his training at some point, Joe Ash? Do you think that he will go back to Luke at some point, that he will maybe see Ahsoka again, that there may be another Jedi, which we can get into. What do you think? That's a really good question. Well, he's got to learn a little bit more about his powers going forward. I think it'd be really nice to see what he uncovers about himself. Um, does he require a master Jedi to lead him about that? Or are these things that he's just going to start to learn because he's, he, you know, he can live for a really long time. Maybe he has the time to pick up on some of these, uh, the, some of his force sensitivity himself. But I, I think that's something we're going to have to learn and see in season three of the Mandalorian. It's just too early to tell. Yeah. I do have some theories on that, but let's get into some of the the rest of the Mando story, and then we'll talk about our theories of what we think will come. So Mando leaves, leaves. he does not see Grogu. He comes back, he wants to get reinforcements, and we see Cobb Vanth is back, Joash. Uh, uh, actually, we didn't talk about this. In our first episode, we did all sorts of predictions. You predicted R2-D2 would be back. He was definitely back. I believe I predicted a Cobb Vanth appearance, and he was there. I predicted a Chewbacca appearance. He was not there. Uh, and I predicted a Cad Band appearance. So I'm going to knock that one off there, too. So, but Cobb Vanth, are you happy to see Cobb Vanth? Yeah. And I've talked about it before. I'm a big Justified TV show fan. Uh, very similar character in Cobb Vanth. I like Timothy Oliphant. Uh, so, yeah. And I'm glad we might get to keep seeing him right like that little post-credit scene mm-hmm. it looks like we we might get more of him and i don't know if it's a book of boba fett season two or season three of the mandalorian but it definitely looks like we're not going to be seeing uh, this isn't the last we've seen of Cobb van right and i think if we do get him i mean we I have more stuff that we can get into but since he's on tatooine it seems like the tatooine thing would be would be a boba fett thing or and- obi-wan Right, like it, Obi Wan. Well, from that poster we saw, the timeline just wouldn't work, though. I don't think. Yeah, because, you're right. Because it's gonna be it's gonna be pre trilogy. So, oh right, Obi Wan would be pre trilogy. You're right. Yeah, because he dies in Episode Sorry, Four. I just saw the I saw the poster, yeah. and I Tatooine just seems to be the main planet we're seeing from Star Wars for the foreseeable future. I feel right. Do we want to talk about tattoo? I mean, I have that in for later in the show, but let's talk about Tatooine. Are we done with Tatooine? I mean, I mean, Boba Fett is going to be there, as you said. Looks obviously Obi Wan has to be on Tatooine because, at least for part of it, because he's watching over Luke. But are we getting tattoo te- Tatooine fatigue at all, Joe Ash? I think so. That's enough sand, right? Let's. There's, enough, we've, yes. there's more planets. And- I'm relating to Anakin more and more. <laughs> yeah. No, let's get out. Let's get off world. Even I'm relating to Luke. Let's get off this planet. Yes, that's true. The Skywalker is just piecing out a Tatooine as soon as they can. And why not? Right. Um, 
so Vanth, he's back though. It's cool to see him back. He's got his deputy who's a little bit, you know, annoying. And they've renamed their town to Freetown. But Cobb is reluctant to join the cause with the Mandalorian until coming out in this Western, the show down here is Cad Bane. Joash, you were not familiar with Cad Bane before we talked about it on this show here. What did you think of the debut and live action of Cad Bane? Yeah, super cool character, obviously, like a blue guy, red eyes, gunslinger, um, quicker than Cobb, uh, Cobb Banth and quicker than his deputy as well. Um, and then doing research, he obviously trained Boba Fett <laughs> as a kid. And uh, we get to see this like master and apprentice battle, right? So that that had me intrigued. And then obviously doing the research, it's, he's a very cool character and get, glad to see the the real life animation used on him and the cosmetics used on him actually worked. Wasn't a hard character to pull off for Star Wars at all. Um, so yeah, really cool introduction as well. Yeah, he looked he looked terrifying is what I thought. I mean, I don't remember him in the in the animated series looking that terrifying, but he just looked like a villain and someone to be to be reckoned with. Yeah. Uh, and that's sort of how it happens. He sort of shoots up uh, Cobb Vanth and the deputy. I thought right away that Cobb Vanth was going to be fine, but I was surprised that Cobb Vanth didn't show up. Yeah. With Freetown that I get that he was that injured. He had to go in the back to tank. Um, it seemed like he only got shot once where the deputy got shot like six times that it was going to happen. But Cod Cadban wanted to make a deal. He said, you know, you keep yourself out of this and that's it. And then we'll be good here and he shoots them. But of course, shooting them motivated Freetown to be in it. So we head into chapter seven here and Grogu uh, arrives. He does arrive. We, the decision is known right away. We get a X win coming in here. Thought for a second maybe Luke was there. Uh, makes you think that maybe Grogu was flying, but no, R2 was just flying. And he's made his choice. He's made his choice clear. He's joining up. Uh, he's going to rejoin with the Mandalorian. Uh, you said earlier, we're not surprised. We won't spend too much time on that. But basically, this episode, Chapter 7, is an all-out war for the, the whole episode, Joe Ash. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, <laughs> that's the entire episode we were told there's going to be an all-out war and that's what we got for the majority of an episode mm -hmm. yeah and so it's kind of fun you knew it's sort of building up boba's got his army together he's got himself fennec chrysanthemum's all on board um he, we didn't even get to see the negotiation of chrysanthemum they just like oh yeah he's he's on our team now uh <laughs> mando's there grogu they got grogu in the back pocket they got the mods they got the gamorian guards i mean what could possibly go wrong and they do the strategy which is always recommend. They split up. They split up all across town, Joash. Good idea, bad idea. What do you think of that? Terrible idea. Terrible idea. As soon as as soon as we hear they're splitting up, you knew it was uh, a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not great, not great. Uh, we get to see Fennec. Fennec really kicked butt in this episode, and so it makes me think like, why separate anyone from Fennec? Like, always have Fennec in the top of a building, watching over you wherever you are. That's if, if that happens, then you're safe. Yeah, um, usually good shape there. But the mods they get jumped. Chrysanthemum gets jumped. The Gamorrean guards, Joash, they get uh, backed off a cliff. Yeah, we, we didn't see them hit the ground, but I'm gonna safe assume, to assume. I'm yeah, gonna assume that they didn't survive that. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew that we'd care so much about these two Gamorrean? Hey, guards. they were loyal, right? They were loyal all the way to the end, and they do died loyal. So. Um, I think it's fair, fair to be heartbroken about that. Yeah, totally. Some of the highlights for me in this sort of this ongoing part of the, of the battle, we get to see Mando and Boba Fett doing the dual jetpacks. I thought that was really cool. We get to see Chrysanthemum come back. You thought that maybe he was, I mean, I never really thought that they were going to kill Chrysanthemum at that moment, but he came back and he starts whipping around the Pike syndicate. It's great here. Uh, any highlights for you, Joash, in the sort of just the, the melee of the, the action? Well, I was hoping for more Pike syndicate, to be honest. Like I was told there was, they had an army and, it didn't really feel like it really, you know? Mm. Um, so yeah, I wish, I wish there were more, but it, it was nice to see, like you said, the Mandalorians fighting side by side. We got to see some massive droids come in. Um, 
you know, obviously Rancor at the end is insane and something that we've been waiting for uh, for a couple episodes now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed uh, seeing the mods fight, uh, the spin shot uh, that one of the mods made, uh, really theatrical, uh, but I enjoyed it. I like the spin shot. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't see any issue with the spin shot. So I I didn't realize till some people, some people like to complain about stuff. And that's not what we do. We nitpick here, but we love the show. We're going for it nonstop. So this giant, two giant droids come in, Joyce. What do you think about these droids? Crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, the force force fields they had around themselves were uh, tough to get around. Um, But as with any good Star Wars uh, TV show or movie, they, the good guys found a way. <laughs> they found a way because we got Rancor riding time. It's been uh, teased with us since what episode two that we yep. were going to get Boba Fett riding a Rancor. He comes flying in. They start taking out. He doesn't really like it's quite a battle. I thought he was just going to destroy these droids, but it's quite a battle. Um, they're running around, they're battling it. Mando's trying to help out. Mando gets on the run as Pele model shows up, and then Mandalorian and Grogu reunite grogu jumps into the mandalorian's arms this was a highlight of the episode don't you think joash it had to be yeah it had to be like this is something we've been waiting for for a while um the re the reunion of din and grogu uh as heartfelt as you expected it to be and man grogu's so cute like such a cute star wars character it's so easy to fall in love with him so yeah you're happy for him that he's made a choice that he's happy with and of course that din is happy with as well yeah, and so it's just so cool. It was so, yeah, it's just great to see Grogu and Mando back. And I love that there. Grogu ends up taking out the bolt from the droid there at one point, saving Mando. And I thought that was going to be Grogu's big moment. He has another one coming up here. And the, they, they eventually, they take all these big droids. Just lots of action, lots of shooting going on, fun stuff. Not too much to say about it. But we do end up in this showdown between Boba and Cad Bane. Boba on top of a Rancor versus Cad Bane. And we get to see Cad Bane's skill with the flame, the, fi- the fire. He shoots he shoots the Rancor. Rancor goes nuts. We're getting that. They have this sort of draw moment. Cad Bane clearly wins that. But Boba Fett, he's got that staff, that Tuscan staff comes full circle. And I like that. I like yep. that. I like when the story comes around. And he ends up killing Cad Bane. And, and just like that, Cad Bane makes a debut in Chapter 6. And before the end of Chapter 7, Cad Bane is gone. Were you surprised that Cad Bane was killed like that? Not surprising, because it makes the whole Tusken Raider story make sense now. And you, you're like, okay, well, why was he with the Tusken Raiders for so long, right? Was it just to cause rage when they die? But you can see they've also taught him something. And then this is the, uh, uh, this is kind of the proof that he's learned stuff from the Tusken Raiders. And um, I'm just surprised Cad Bane is dead, really. You know, <laughs> introduction of this character in the episode prior, pretty big character overall, and dead in the second episode in what was the second altercation he's faced. So um, a little surprising there. But yeah, I mean, in the, in the way that he died, by whose hand he died, I think it all comes back full circle uh, and in the universe right so um yeah is there any chance the cad bane can li- survive that somehow i mean could they quickly fix him up when we didn't see could he've been we've seen multiple people come back from basically being dead so it wouldn't surprise me i just don't know where he fits now mm-hmm. just because he was such a big hit in the show i think and we're gonna you know, we'll see. I'll talk about the Boba Fett awards coming up here in a bit. Um, we'll see how he's how popular he actually was. But he was such a big hit in the show. I think one of the more universally loved things about the show that was directly related to Boba Fett. So it's a shame for him to come and go like that. Um, but it was a great run for him, if that's what it is. But I would just love to see him more. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think he's got a lot to give, and it'd be really cool to see what um, crazy things he'd get up to. It really made me feel safe about Chrysanthemum because I think him as well. I think Cad Bane and Chrysanthemum are two of the two new characters that just really, you know, stole the show as far as uh, this book of Boba Fett goes. And so it made me feel like Chrysanthemum was in some tough moments there. A couple times it looked like he could have he been killed, but I felt like, oh, they got to keep Chrysanthemum alive. 
Yeah, I felt the same way too. He almost succumbed to the pike, right? And mm-hmm. then you see him storm back and he's just throwing people around. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad he survived. So he's a great character. We got to get more Chrysanthemum in some way, which I love. We need more Wookiees. Uh, Wookiees are always popular. But anyway, anyways, the Rancor, he gets off on his own. He goes full King Kong, Joash. He does. He does. <laughs> Climbing all over the buildings, tearing them apart, really angry. Full King Kong for the Rancor. Yeah, and so the Mando says, okay, I got it. I'm going to do it. Luckily, he's got a Beskar helmet to keep him from being uh, eaten alive. And luckily, the, also, the Rancor didn't, didn't bite on the neck portion of him because I don't believe he has the protection there. He yeah, went he straight for the helmet, so I don't know if the Rancor... You know, the Rancors, they're not the smartest people. I mean, they had Luke right ready to go, and Luke just uses the bone to get through, you know. Yeah, Rancors, they're, they're not very fierce right. creatures, but they're not the smartest. And Grogu, in, in his own way, like Cad Bane, like struts out into the middle and uses the what would you call this? The force calm, the force sleep move. Force what would you sleep. call that, Joe? Yeah, that, that was force sleep. <laughs> Puts him to sleep, and then just like you do after any big confrontation, he cuddles up right next to the Rancor and takes a nap. What do you think of this Grogu moment, Joash? Yeah, well, using the force, right? He's using what he's learned to help in this situation. Everyone's using a little bit of what they've learned um, in, in this episode. So, yeah, I, I think you could see that Grogu was feeling compelled to use the force in that moment. Walks out, or I guess waddles out, and puts the Rancor down. Yeah, and so this was this is this really the purpose of Grogu ending up with Luke? And we'll talk about this a bit more, but we're into it now where he's now gained those extra four skills to take him into the new season of Mandalorian. I think there's still going to be some learning from Grogu and, and stuff he'll need to learn. He's obviously still very new to the force, but I think he's going to learn a lot more about himself through season three. He's probably going to learn a lot more about his force powers is force sleep, his ultimate power, or does he have more to give? Um, it is a really interesting question. Like, why is Grogu learning this stuff from Luke and then getting sent by Luke to this planet? Is that his big moment? It's hard to say. I don't think that's Grogu's big moment, but we get to see that he is more in tune with the Force and he is learning, and, and that's exciting for Season 3. Right, right. Totally. I think it'd be interesting. So they they end up, they basically, they win this battle. It looked looked rough at times. I mean, you you knew they were going to going to win they weren't going to lose to the pikes um but they come out on top fennec goes on her way she takes out all the leaders of the different groups and the pikes and all that which is great that was a great fennec moment great scene yeah and so what now joash now now boba and fennec uh they they running this this town in tatooine is that it is that is that is that what's going on? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, that's that ending was really interesting because it's like, well, this isn't our this isn't our way of life is kind of what they're talking about. And then mm-hmm. it pans to the mods and um, and the Freetowners. And it's like, well, are they going to be running Mos Espa now? Like, what's actually going on? So I don't I don't know. I it just always felt weird that Boba was trying to take over Jabba's throne. That's never been Boba's character in, in Star Wars. He's always been a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. I think the what if we do see more of Boba and Fennec, it's going to be in a bounty hunter type of setting and not a crime lord rule a city type of setting. Yes, could Boba, Boba Fennec, and Chrysanthemum and open up their own business? That would be a show. That would be a really good show to watch. Like, I would love to see them go each episode hunting bounty, mm-hmm. getting into shenanigans, doing cool stuff. They're cool characters. They have a lot to give. That, But I think, like, that's a setting I would really, really, really enjoy to see them in. Right. They could bring Cobb Vanth along with, with them. And, and Cobb Vanth, he survives. He's going to get modded out in some way. Cad Bane somehow survives. He's also trying to steal their bounty. Oh, that would be fun. There we go. Just call it the bounty hunters, right? Now, do do we see a season two of the Book of Boba Fett, Josh? What do you think? It's really tough to say. It's really tough to say. I think um, I'm going to, I'm going to lean, I'm going to lean on no. Hmm. I'm going to lean on no. Um, I think the Mandalorian is Let's be honest, like Mandalorian was the highlight with Mandalorian and Grogu were the highlights of the book of Boba Fett. 
right? And that's just weird to say, but it but they were. And mm-hmm. I think if they're going to lean into the Mandalorian more, that's a great passing of the torch from one Mandalorian to the other. They can do that. Then they can uh, Star Wars can focus on Ahsoka. We've got uh, Andor coming out, Obi-Wan coming out, right? And then we have a whole slew of video games and other things that are going to be coming out that really don't have anything to do with Boba, really. Um so I I I'd be I I I would be surprised if we got more boba. But then, you know, the the counter argument is the why do we introduce Chrysanthemum? Why do we introduce all these uh, Cad Bane? Why do we introduce all these really cool characters and also show Cobb Vanth at the end um uh, uh recovering from his injuries. Right. But I feel like with with there being the Mandalorian, with there being the Ahsoka show, with there being uh, the New Republic show, I believe those are all going to be in the similar timeline. So they could they could bring any of those characters back into those shows, which would be cool. But I I do think we'll see a season two. I'm not sure if we we need a season two, but I do think they they will put together a season two. Um, but yeah, that's my question. Is is yeah like. Is that something, is that going to be a whole thing? Are they going to continue to be on Tatooine or are they going to have their own mission? Or if we don't see them, will they just be hanging on Tatooine and maybe Mandalorian has to do a pit stop in Tatooine. Ahsoka needs the pit stop in Tatooine. You know, Mr. Kim needs to do a pit stop in Tatooine for whatever reason. And we see those characters going on. I think we've seen enough Tatooine for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, saw, I saw a wild theory on what uh, a new season of Boba Fett could be would you like to hear this i would love to hear it okay so boa fett uh he had a father his father was jango fett right joash yep and do you remember what happened to jango fett he had his head chopped off yes and do you remember who chopped off his head mace windu yes mace windu and now do you remember what happened to mace windu fell off a building he fell off a building and he was not found right now is there a world tell me if you like this story joash where mace windu is alive samuel L. jackson and boba fett finds out that he's alive and wants to hunt down the man who killed his father joash book of boba fett season two boba versus mace that would be incredible <laughs> i would i would be amazed and excited but that would be incredible if we got a Boba chasing down his father's killer in Mace Windu of all people. Absolutely. I'm all the way in. There we go. So Disney, call us up. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> and so Book of Boba Fett wraps up, but it doesn't wrap up with Boba Fett and Fennec, as you say. It wraps up with the with Mandalorian and Grogu. They're the ones that close out this show. Mandalorian and Grogu, which is, again, tells us all about it. In a really cute scene where Grogu just keeps tapping on the window. No, I want to go faster. I want to go faster. All right, let's go faster. But they're the ones that do it. They've reunited, Joash. We're happy. It was a great moment. Should they, should they have reunited on this show? Should they have reunited on Book of Boba Fett? Does that, did that make sense? <laughs> People who are exclusively waiting to only watch The Mandalorian and <laughs> skip the Book of Boba Fett are going to be sorely disappointed when they start season three, episode one. That's what really I'm saying. Good question. Yeah. Yeah, because, because it doesn't diminish the ending of season two, this cool ending, one of the greatest episodes of, of, of all time, the greatest Star Wars things that happened where Luke shows up, takes away Grogu. And Mando's sad. That's the end of season two. And we're going to open up season three. Oh, no, we're, we're back together. It's fine. We're, we're closer than ever before. <laughs> I think even just introducing the Mandalorian to the Book of Boba Fett diminishes the Book of Boba Fett, right? Like what, in the grand scheme of things, why were they even involved, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but since he was in it, he's such a crowd favorite. You mm-hmm. might as well end end it off with him and Grogu and build that excitement for season three of the Mandalorian. Right. Yeah, and again, it's one of those just nitpicky things where it's just sort of, you know, it just maybe would have been better off in the Mandalorian, but we got it, and so maybe why are we complaining when we look back at it? We can look at it as a complete anthology, and the story is the story. Who cares what the title of the show was? Luke Luke Skywalker, what did you think about him being on the show? Did, did do you think he enhanced 
uh, the Book of Boba Fett? And do you think we see Luke again? He definitely enhanced the Book of Boba Fett. Like, I, I think it was just incredible to see that technology, right? Like, yes. even Luke walking with Grogu and speaking as Luke, like, that was straight up Luke Skywalker. <laughs> like, Mark Hamill, like, I, I don't, you know, it, even reading about it, like, they've used... Uh, audio that they recorded a long time ago and just used AI to to have them speak, which is crazy uh, in and of itself. But no, it was amazing to see Luke. It was amazing to see Ahsoka. I don't think they diminished. If anything, they made the Book of Boba Fett more watchable in my eyes because they were involved. They brought in that bigger story. They made it more exciting. Do again? Do we see Luke again? We see Luke again in this show? In any of these shows? I honestly have a hard time seeing it personally. Um, I mean, if, if, if they bring him back for Book of Boba Fett, I mean, you, you think he's always on the table for any of these shows, right? You need a yeah, big but moment. Yeah, but that's it, right? Like, if he's in the Book of Boba Fett, then he's probably in Ahsoka. He might mm-hmm. be. We see him again in The Mandalorian. Um, so it is possible, but I wonder in what capacity, right? Because he's building this Jedi temple now. That's his focus. Right. Outside of Ahsoka... And even then, I don't even know if Ahsoka is that involved in this Jedi Temple. I don't know how much of Luke we're going to see. Do we ever get to the point of a of a Luke Skywalker young young Ben Solo show? That would be interesting. I think it would be. I think it would be. I think it'd be a fun one. Who knows how that would work? But uh, that'd be something interesting. So Mandalorian and Grogu they fly off and they're on their way. To Mandalorian season three, Joe Ash. Do you have any thoughts on Mandalorian season three? We had we talked about this like a, a year ago after we talked about Mandalorian season two, but the landscape has changed. They're reunited again. Where is the Mandalorian season three going? Is it all about the dark saber and Mandalore, or is there more to it? There's going to be a lot of that, right? Like he's still struggling with the dark saber. Couldn't really use it in the battle we saw, um, and so I, I think he's going to be learning a lot about that. Grogu needs to be learning a lot about his force powers, but where there's the dark saber, there's going to be Bo-Katan. Um, there's probably going to be some big time enemies he's going to face throughout. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't know where it heads because right now they're in an N1 starfighter and they're just, just in warp speed heading to who knows where, but um, yeah, I don't know. Luke said this interesting line. I don't, I don't remember it uh, word for word, but he tells Grogu that, you know, a, a l- little amount of time in your life is a lifetime in someone else's life. Basically saying that you're going to live a long, long time and the Mandalorian is not going to live as long as you. Is that, is that straight up foreshadowing? I've always, I've always thought that at a certain point, the Mandalorian is going to have to give his life up for Grogu. Uh, do you see that as something that's, that's becoming more clear? Yes, I I see the Mandalorian is already willing to give up his life for Grogu. Mm-hmm. I think that's that we can all agree on. I think the manner in which he gives his life up, though, is probably up for debate. And I think like a lot of people will probably think that he gives his life up in the heat of battle or something like that. But I actually think he might give his life up in the act of just growing old, right? Grogu is now attached to him as a father figure, and he is aging at a quicker pace than Din is, or sorry, Din is aging at a quicker pace than Grogu is. Um, so yeah, like I I, heard, I listened to that line as well and thought maybe it's just this age piece, mm-hmm. right? Maybe Grogu has to come to, to terms with the fact that he's going to outlive Din regardless, um, but it might be at a time where, when he's not quite ready to give him up potentially. Right. But will we actually see that in season three? I, I don't know if we actually see that whole thing unfold in season three, unless it's the last we see of Din. I don't think season three, but maybe season five. This is what we see. Exactly. Right. This yeah. is something that we get towards. And I, my, I guess my thought is like, where does Grogu go? I think, I think Grogu is their, their money maker. I think they have theoretically, you know, 700 years worth of story they could do with Grogu. And I see a world where uh, Grogu does want to continue his training and it wouldn't be with Luke because, because Luke is off doing his own thing and possibly already gone, depending on the timeline of how you do it. Ahsoka is going to be gone because she's in the voice talking to Rey in Rise of Skywalker. But Ahsoka in the Ahsoka series is going to go off with, uh, she's going to go off with uh, 
what's her name? Sabine Wren. And she's going to go find Ezra Bridger, young Jedi, Ezra Bridger. And is there a way that we get ahead? We work towards, you know, a few years down the line here, Ezra Bridger, young character from Star Wars Rebels, and he's the one that's training Grogu. That's sort of something that would that's be been cool. on my mind. Yeah. That would be really cool. Like, who do we see as Ezra Bridger uh, in a live action series, right? That would be really cool. Yeah. And I, and I think that's, I think he's definitely coming. There's no way they do the Ahsoka series without it. Again, Star Wars Rebels, great show. Got to watch through it. We talked about Cobb Vanth already. We talked about Chrysanthemum. Was there any, anyone else that, that we think is going gonna, is gonna to show up again in, from the show that we'd see again? Are we going to see the mods again? Are we going to see, what else? was there anyone else? The twins? <laughs> Are we going to see the twins again? I would love to see the Major Domo again. <laughs> right. Yes, yes, yes. I could see that, yeah. yeah. I loved I loved that character, but um I don't know. Uh that we know we're going to see Cobb Vanth, right? It, I I think I think we see Cad Bane again potentially, but I could be wrong there. Um we'll definitely see Chrysanthemum again. Um yeah, Cad, Cad Bane is somebody that that could theoretically show up in a Kenobi show or something like that because he basically we know he's been around since the Clone Wars, so he theoretically could and show they've up. They fought, right? Like they've fought each other, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. So it could totally happen. Who knows? Yeah, a younger Cad Bane, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that would be really cool. So they could like still, you know, they put all this work into the character. He was a big hit, but they could still show up in some of these other shows that they're doing. Um, and we know they're doing a lot of shows, There's a lot of shows. Right. Final thoughts on this show, Book of Boba Fett, Joash. Um, do we, do you, do you have a favorite episode of all these episodes? <laughs> do I have a favorite episode? Well, for me, um, I really liked, I'm going to say episode six, personally, seeing Luke again. Um, Training Grogu. Yeah. Grogu training, we get to see a little bit of, you know, well, we get to see the Mandalorian and that affection he has for Grogu. We get to see Grogu lift all those frogs out of the pond, which is really cool. And I guess maybe Luke did that, but um, we get to see some more force usage. So for me, it was, it was episode six. Yeah. I think, I think there's sort of four candidates for best episode here. And I think that's uh, chapter two with the train heist. That is, there's chapter five, The Return of the Mandalorian, all about the Mandalorian. Chapter six, as you said, Grogu training there. And chapter seven, the, the, the finale, I think that brought a lot to it. Um, and so it's interesting there. I, I don't know if I have a, a definitive answer right now, but if you listening have, maybe you're, you're shouting, you have a favorite episode, there's going to be a way for you to have your input. And that's something called, Joash, the Boba Fett Awards here. And so in a couple of weeks, we're going to come back. I think we're going to have a special guest with us as well. And you get a chance to vote. It's going to be in the show notes. It's on the Instagram page at Never Seen SW. A chance to vote on what you think your favorite episode was of the season. Who you think the MVP of the season. Who was the LVP, the least valuable player right? Who was the best? What was the best action scene? Those sort of things. Who was the best returning character? All sorts of fun things to vote on your best, the best new character. I think there's been some interesting questions. I'm kind of curious how some of these things are going to go. And uh, I don't know. What do you, how do you think of that, Joash? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what the outcome of the awards is going to be. I think uh, I, I, I actually had a hard time with some of those questions myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so really interested to see what the outcome is for other folks. Yeah, and if you want to see all the nominees, again, uh, click the link in the show notes or go to our Instagram page at NeverSeenSW. They'll all be there. I came up with the nominees. I'm not going to vote myself. I'll get into it in the podcast in a couple of weeks of why uh, I nominated who I nominated. If you have any gripes with the nominees, uh, that's the way it goes. Uh, but I think it's going to be a fun way to sort of wrap up and close officially close the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Should they close that? And I think it's true. I mean, all these characters, they, they you know, Boba Fett's wanted to be Daimo. Uh, Mandalorians want to rule Mandalore, those sort of things. But above all, I think they want to take home a Boba Fett award. I think that's the, the highest honor. <laughs> that's the highest. That is the highest honor. For sure. Yeah. I mean, to be named MVP of the show. I mean, that's, that's something. Some people are nominated for multiple categories. They really could be taking home the hardware. So it's curious to know, and it's all into your hands, those of you are listening. 
Joash, is there anything else that we that we haven't touched on that you want to touch on here uh, to wrap up this show? Outside of Peli's interest in Jawas, that's <laughs> it for me. And Peli also, she liked the major the mayor's major domo too. Like she she casts a wide net, Joash. They had a little bit of chemistry. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be objected to watching them on screen together again. Right. Both of them nominated for LVP, by the way, too. So, <laughs> so again, it's not up to me, not up to me. Who you guys, you get the vote and the listeners, but uh, they were both nominated. It was actually hard to come up with too many. Uh, I'm not going to sway the voters. It was hard to come up with too many LVP nominees. I don't think there was too many weak characters. Uh, I think that award will be predictable of who it goes to but i don't know i haven't seen the results yet we'll find out in a couple weeks uh thank you again for listening please don't forget to subscribe give us a rating in apple Podcasts. follow us on the instagram page and vote for the boba fett awards thank you very much everybody for listening following along with us we really appreciate it it's been a great ride here on the book of boba fett kenobi is up next joash kenobi hey do we see cal kestis again Maybe a live action Cal Kestis with a completely different actor. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. I, I, I don't think we'd see Cal. Well, who knows? Who knows? Where, <laughs> who knows where we go here? They don't need to bring any because it's one of those shows where they don't need to bring anyone in, right? Because they're already bringing Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. Like that, you can't get you bigger need. than that. Versus like Boba Fett or The Mandalorian, who you didn't know it much. You, you wanted to bring in some outside stuff, but. You can't get bigger than than Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. I agree. All right. <laughs> well, we'll probably be here to podcast about that. So make sure you follow along, subscribe with us. Thank you, everybody, for listening so much. Uh, may the Force be with you. <laughs>